Welcome back to the Multi-Channel Reseller Podcast. This is Joshua Esters, your host, and I'm back again with another episode. So this episode, I'm going to be I'm going to be talking about the pros and cons of a product-based business. Um, and you know, a lot a lot of people call it e-commerce. You know, actually, uh, when we think of e-commerce, or when you know the layperson thinks of e-commerce, they may think of you know, products being sold online when actually, you know, it's just, you know, business, business being conducted um, online. So it could be products or services. But uh, we are talking about product-based businesses or product-based business. So I'm going to talk about the pros and cons. Now, there's two things you have to keep in mind because uh, these are pros and cons as it relates to how I do my business uh, or how I do my e-commerce business. Other people may have to uh, do this thought exercise in a different way because they do their e-commerce a little bit differently. So let's jump into that real quick before we get started. So there's, um, I think there's two major, uh, um, two major things we have to basically um, talk about <clears throat> before I go further. So the pros and cons are related to, you know, my type of business. Uh, first being that I do, um, take in my products, right? So I do physically see my products. So I buy them and I get them sent to me, right? So if you're drop shipping, obviously, uh, this doesn't apply to you, or if you're, you know, doing a hundred percent FBA, this doesn't apply to you either. Um, but I do encourage you to listen to this episode and, and start to think through what are the pros and cons of your type of business? Say if you're doing drop shipping or FBA, hundred percent FBA, um, what are the pros and cons, you know, because I think what, I think what that does is, it allows us to uh, understand where we are and what we're doing and uh, maybe get a little bit more clarity on where we are going uh, with our e-commerce business. So I think this is, a, this is, this is a, an important episode for anybody um, who is in this uh, industry of online retail. And um, yeah, so that's why I wanted to do it. So the first thing is, uh, the first thing we talked about was, yeah, I do bring in my products. I physically see them. And the second thing is I ship all of my orders. I pack and ship all of my orders. Um, I do do some FBA and, and that's usually during Q4. Um, and I may be doing some FBA, you know, that's not Q4 in a, in, in, you know, at a future time, but for the last couple of years, I've been doing FBA 100% during Q4 only. Um, so I have episodes on that. If you, if you go to like, you know, episodes during Q4, during previous years, you know, I talk about all that stuff there. So, um, yeah, so let's, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's see, I got some notes here. Okay. All right, let's crack open the Coke Zero. Let's get to it. Okay, so having a product-based business is very profound. 
You know, I didn't really, I didn't know that when I first started. I didn't understand that. It was just something I was interested in and something I pulled the trigger on and, uh, and really enjoyed when I first started. Not really thinking about the future or, you know, how things are going to go or having some type of clear vision. I just really hit the ground running when I first started. And um, I got hooked, got hooked on that first sale. So let's talk about the pros first, okay? So the pros, I think, can apply to anybody in e-commerce, uh, product-based product, product -based business e-commerce, excuse me, is that you can make money. <laughs> you can make money, but more importantly, you can make money all day, every day. 24/7. Right? So I can make I can make $10 an hour, right? So minimum wage is is you know, I think it's more than $10, but I can make under minimum wage and I can make it every single hour of the day, every single day. Right? So that's 24 hours, that's $240 a day. And that is $7,200 in profit every single month. That is, an ex that is a significant amount of cash flow, right? Um, but, you know, obviously you have to assess the time that you're putting in. And uh, as of now, I, don't, you know, you're obviously not going to be working 24-7. Uh, so... I mean, it doesn't really matter, you know, how much time it actually takes you because what you do know for sure is you're not going to be working 24-7, but you can get paid 24-7, you know. So that's one of the pros, right? And, um, and you can do it with little time, you know, uh, if I look back to, you know, all the years, um, you know, from the beginning, um, from when I started e-commerce, uh, e you know, as, you know, as the years went on, I noticed that I worked less every single year and I typically made more money, you know, and over the last maybe year, year and a half, maybe last year, you know, that gap really exploded for me where it's like the time that I'm putting in uh, or the money that I'm making far exceeds the time that I'm putting in. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It, 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 it makes a mockery out of nine to fives, right? Like, <clears throat> like I, I really understand the concept of making money as an entrepreneur. It's just, it's, you know... You know, the, the whole, you know, time for money kind of thing in terms of a uh, job, it just doesn't make any sense when you can actually make money. You know, when the relationship, there's, there's not much relationship between time and money where well, there shouldn't be. Not that it shouldn't be, but um, it doesn't have to be. So if you had a choice... I'm sure you would choose the, the, the situation where 
there's a there's a, a weak correlation between time and money see currently for a lot of people for most people there's a strong correlation between time and money right you work a certain hour you get paid a certain dollar amount for that hour but when you you know enter the, to the realm of entrepreneurship and investments but we're, we're speaking specifically about entrepreneurship it 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 literally it just doesn't make sense to do that right but you know a lot of us have to do it for for a certain amount of time but literally literally it is very important to cross over where the money you're making exceeds the amount of time you're putting in so that's what e-commerce can do for you that's e-commerce in general um so uh yeah it it just you know you can make a lot of money and you can put less time in as time goes on now the second uh, the second pro now these pros are like the three main pros there's many pros right but these are the three main pros that in my opinion are very important and the three main cons that are very important in my opinion too that you know we'll get to in a second but the second thing is is um it's something i think a lot of people a lot of people overlook and they take for granted is you don't have to show your face <laughs> like you don't have to show up anywhere you know when you when you have a product based business you don't have to go anywhere you don't have to show up anywhere and why i think people may overlook this and i think a lot more people need to look into a product based business for this reason is it doesn't matter you know i mean you you can't you can't be discriminated against you you that that's what i'm going with this you know doesn't matter if you're a woman doesn't matter if you're black doesn't matter if you're tall short green handicapped it it doesn't matter right doesn't matter you're not judged you are not seen by your customers you can really hide you can you can literally hide behind your products right so it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter you there's no you know yeah sure there's no discrimination legally right it's illegal to discriminate but people still do right uh it's just who we are as human beings so but we have a product-based based business none of that none of that matters and you don't have to debate it right you know you, you don't have to debate with people about it you don't have to argue about it you can literally just you know do you and um uh you know that's that's you know you know if you you know looking look looking at this new age of making money right online right quote unquote new age right um new age for millennials in uh in generations before them but you know not for the people who are born basically into the internet age uh this is a quote-unquote you know new wave of making money online right um there's generally speaking you know you're gonna make money in the product space or or in the services space right obviously in the services space you have to show up somewhere right for the most part you know not not always there's there's services you don't you can operate you know behind software and all that kind of stuff 
But um, uh, yeah, so um, you're going to either operate a service business or a product-based business. And that's, that's regardless of internet or non-internet. It's either going to be product-based or service-based. Um, with the service ba- uh, with the product base, excuse me, um, you obviously don't have to, customers don't have to know who you are, what you look like, where you live and all that kind of stuff. But in this new age of making money, one of the, one of the top ways of making money is through, you know, content, right? Uh, so if you have a, you know, if you can, if you can produce, if you can produce, uh, high quality content, um, at a low cost, uh, your, your ROI is, is going to be amazing, right? So if, whether if you're doing like a course, for example, let's say if you're doing a course and you, and you sell a course, right? Profit margins could be like up to 90%. So there, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, very, very, very high margins and um, in showing your face, <laughs> you know. Um, so, so that's probably one of the top ways of making money is making money with content in some kind of way, um, visual content. Um, I mean, even with podcasting, for example, I mean, Joe Rogan would not be as big as he is if he didn't have video with his podcast, right? So, you know, a lot, a lot of people have to, you know, be on camera and, and, and learn how to be good on camera. You know, uh, you don't have to do that in a product-based business. You know, you can, you know, keep your privacy and all this kind of stuff and, and whatever you're doing before the Internet, whatever you're doing before you started making money on the Internet, you can continue that life uh, pretty much, you know, for the most part, right? So I, I think that's overlooked. I, I think it's something people need to really like think about, you know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of people out here, you know, just complaining, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and, 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 and there's, there's literally an option to, you know, build a life and build an income without feeling like you're being discriminated against or you know all that kind of stuff so yeah you can you can you can stay out the way stay out the way with a product-based business um so yeah so that's number two um so the the third thing the third pro that I would say is um, you're participating in the future, right? I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, the future is here already. You know, I, I like to look at it that way because um, it's true in many cases, right? Um, but uh, there's a lot more future to go, meaning... Okay, so the amount of people who buy things online, um, there was a there was a there there was a study, or at least some numbers published a few years ago, 
um, these things come out pretty late, you know, like if, 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 uh, like some of the consumer data, you know, like for last year, I don't know, might, might not come out till if it hasn't came out already, you know, it might come, could, 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 it could come out in like Q2 or something like that, right? Of the neck of the following year. So it'd be, I'll be interested in learning about the latest consumer data. But a couple of years ago, um, it was at least, um, you know, 20% uh, of retail sales were done online. All right. So it was like about 80% of people still, you know, shopped and brick and mortar or offline but that was before the pandemic and all that kind of stuff uh was when i heard those numbers so i'm sure those numbers went up uh or you know went down for offline sales and up for for online sales uh, i'll be curious to know by how much but um uh you know so the the amount of people who are going to be going online is going to just continue to grow and grow and grow and and you have access right to uh, uh, most of the world or many parts of the world many people in other countries um, can see your products online and they can buy from you and more and more people are going to be coming online that is just the wave of the future we already know that and it's just it, it's uh it's very interesting uh, that we're not already we're, we're not already there you know most people are not buying things online most people in the world are not online uh, and even even in America right most people do not buy uh, you know everything online or do do most people you know still spend most of their money offline so uh the future is e-commerce right so you don't have to worry about you know you don't you don't have to worry about saturation at least on a macro level um and um or you know or on a micro level you don't have to worry about that <clears throat> as much um it's you're pretty much guaranteed i mean you know you have to you know do do all the work right but you're pretty much guaranteed a growing market wherever you're going you know whatever niche you're going into it's going to be growing because um for many reasons you know for many reasons so uh yeah you're just participating in the future it's <clears throat> what what i what i start what i started what i started to think about is if you think of like a, if you think of like a stock or a crypto that you wish you would have gotten into early, that's what this is, right? See, I used to think like that, like, dang, what if I got into, you know, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum or Tesla early or Amazon early, right? And I failed to realize I am in something early right now. You know, the only direction is up. And it's it's true. It's a fact. I can prove it. It's not something that I'm just optimistic about. The only direction is up. 
um, because there's just certain things that are in place that are just pushing me up, you know? Um, that's what this is. This is, you know, this is the early Bitcoin, the early Tesla, the early Amazon. That's what e-commerce is. And e-commerce has been around for quite a while, a long time. So, um, but man, it's, that's what this is. It's getting into those things early. That's what, that's what this is. <clears throat> I, I promise you, I, I promise you. Um, but it took me a while to realize that. So real quick, let me piggyback to the second pro real quick. I, I forgot. I'm, I'm looking at my notes and I forgot to mention something so the second pro i talked about that you don't have to show your face anywhere right you can be who you are what you are no matter what nobody can say nobody can say anything about you know how you look or what your race is or anything like that nobody can say anything about that right you can get online and make money regardless of who you are what you are what you look like the other part to that is, um, which is uh, you know, somewhat related, is somewhat related, is that you don't have to show up anywhere, right? I, you know, you know, you don't have to get up in the morning, <laughs> you know. Once you get to that level where you can do this full time, right? You don't have to commute anywhere, you don't have to show up anywhere. You don't have to spend hours, you know, getting yourself together, makeup on or whatever you do, right? Uh, you, you, don't, you don't have to spend that time getting ready for work, <laughs> you know, um, you know, in, in, which is, which is my opinion is part of working, you know, those are hours that people should be paid getting ready to work. You know, the time they wake up, getting themselves ready and commuting. Um, those should be hours paid, in my opinion. But, you know, um, I, that's, that's just me. Um, <clears throat> so, so, uh, so, yeah, all of that, all of that could be taxing, right? And um, when you're operating an e-commerce business, you just you just don't have to do that. You don't have to show up anywhere. So you save money on you know you know upkeeping your appearance, you know as you know kind of overdoing it. You know I think I think a lot of us overdo it. You know because we have to show our face in places, right? So you know you save money commuting. You save money, you know from overly upkeeping yourself and you just save time so you buy back your time and you save more money when you're um when you're in the e-commerce world or the product-based business online retail world so i wanted to uh lump that in with the second pro um so let's let's get into the cons real quick and i'm going to run through these uh as quick as i can uh, cause I got, I got to, uh, I got to go very shortly. Yeah. It's 3.30 in the morning. Need to get some sleep. Okay. So 
So let's go through some cons. Um, one of the cons is you um, um, you have to learn as you go. Honestly, everything that I do, um, most of it, I didn't, most of it, not all of it, but I would say maybe about maybe 75% of it, maybe more, but about 75% of what I do and what I know, I learned through making, through trial and error, making mistakes, doing stupid shit and doing and doing these things for long periods of time before learning that, oh, okay, I need to do it this way. In my opinion, in the type of business that I do, right? In my, in, in, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a lot, there's not a lot of information on, on what I do. There's not. Um, and the reason why I say that is someone might say, oh, you know, yeah, of course, you know, because if you go to Facebook groups or, you know, YouTube, you can find tons of content on, you know, starting Amazon business and e-commerce and all that kind of stuff. But it's drop shipping and FBA. But honestly, I keep shit simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I keep shit simple. You know, I was doing the Amazon thing. That shit can get complicated, you know, and it, it can get very expensive. And it doesn't make any sense. So I like to just do shit, do simple things. And once I started doing simple things, I started getting the results that I wanted, you know, and there wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any content on the shit that I, that I was doing. You know, there wasn't any content on that. You know, it's, it's, it's bits and pieces of information. You got to, you know, piece together from different creators who, who are doing different things, by the way, you know, that, that made me realize like, oh, okay, um, I'm going to try this over here and I'm just going to follow this route, you know, and I didn't have anything, any content or any courses or anything like that to guide me through the transition I made when I transitioned off of Amazon, right? So that was just me just following my instincts and kind of, you know, doing what I thought was right. You know, obviously taking the references or the uh, the experiences that I previously had with the Amazon selling and uh, using that to help me transition. So obviously there's a connection there. But for the most part, you know, um, I just had to, you know, it was trial and error. Right. So I had to learn as I went. So, you know, you're either going to, you know, uh, so one of the cons is you're either going to pay, you're, you're going to pay, you're going to pay tuition, right? You're going to pay tuition. You're going to pay tuition with your time or with your money. And that's most things, period. You know what I'm saying? But I think with e-commerce, it's, um, you really have to be driven and dedicated to this business to get you through that part, to get, to get you through the learning curve. Because it, it's, 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 it's a, it's a tough one. You know, but if you're not driven and if you're not passionate about what you're doing or you're not, you're not, you're not uh, convinced that what you're doing is good for you, um, you ain't gonna make it. It's that simple. The second con is this business. It, now, 
uh, real quick. So the second and third con, these are cons that, um, for me, they become cons later on, right? So these these weren't cons really uh, at at the beginning when I first started, but as I'm thinking about scaling and growing, um, these are they they they're, they're cons, <laughs> you know, and and um, you know and and they're, they're pretty much cons all across the board, I guess, from the beginning. But but because at the beginning it's more like you know, you, you, or me rather, I was finding what's the lowest possible, uh, what's the most efficient way I can do this right now. Right. But anyways, let me get into it. So this, you know, online, online retail product based businesses, right. It's very, it's very capital intensive. It's very capital intensive when you're talking about scaling. Okay. So it's very capital intensive. Of course, you're going to have people <clears throat> who, you know, started with $200. You're going to hear all these stories, right? I started with $500 and now I have a $100,000 business every month or something like that, right? Or, yeah, I started with $200 and, and, and I just, you know, let it grow and let it grow and let it grow. Now, here's the thing. You can do that. There are issues with that. Right. There are issues with that, that you're going to have to figure out how to overcome, because if because every time you start with little or nothing, there's always shit that you got to deal with that you have to uh, cipher through and try to figure out how to navigate to get to where you want to go. Right. So if it's you know, if it's very low cost or very cheap or very, you know, a little bit of money, there's going to be a lot of competition. So the barrier to entry is very low. So a lot of people are going to be a lot of people are going to be right with you. So you have to find a way to be very competitive. Right. And that's what I did at the beginning. I found a way to be just become very competitive, even though I was using um, a little bit of money at a time. I had access to a lot of money when I first started, but I was still um, making small uh, purchases with the retail arbitrage and risking very, very little, as very little as I could. I didn't, I never, um, I didn't lose money. Um, it was a couple of years before I started losing. It was a couple of years went by before I lost money, like, um, on a product, you know? So for the most part, I always made money. It wasn't until I started doing wholesale on Amazon where I started having situations where I lost money. But when I was doing retail arbitrage, I was winning every time, every time, you know, except for, you know, the bullshit situations where Amazon, uh, you know, confiscate my products or lose my products or, you know, can't um, delete my listings or, you know, kick me off of listings and stuff like that. Right. But if I was able to sell it, I was going to make money. And I did make money. Um, so uh, so if you're able to steamroll that, right? So if you're able to steamroll that during, you know, during the time where you're, you know, working with a little bit of money at a time, you really got to keep reinvesting like, and have a snowball effect to get more dollars in. 
So it makes more sense if you have income coming in already. When I first started, I didn't have any income coming in. I was, um, uh, this, this is what I was doing. And, um, I made, I made it through, I made it through because I, I hustled hard, you know? So, um, it's a long story about how I first started with e-commerce, but, uh, yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a failing business, uh, uh, for, 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 it's for people who don't know. I'll just talk about just very briefly. I had a business that was failing. It's a franchise business, brick and mortar service based business was failing. And eventually, uh, led to a bankruptcy and, um, and I was trying to make money and I needed to make money. So I was doing a whole, a whole lot of different other services that didn't work out. But then I found e-commerce. This is, um, you know, almost it's like Q2, Q3 of 2017. And I found e-commerce, you know, finally made money on my first sale and then was hooked. And I was just going mad crazy, you know, for, um, you know, Q3 and Q4 of 2017. Uh, before I stopped and that was when I I stopped I, I I closed my business and I moved to um, moved to a different state at the end of Q4 of that year and uh, I was working a job actually I was working a job and I transferred jobs I moved it out of state uh, closed my business was, was working a nine-to-five while I still had the service-based business and did e-commerce Q3, Q4 while still working a job and still partially doing my business right before it closed, closed it, you know, which was very hard. Um, and then I moved my family to Las Vegas uh, from, from Inglewood, California. So, and then I, I stopped e-commerce. I was just, you know, adjusting myself, trying to get my life together. And because uh, my my third child, my wife was pregnant with our third child at that time as well. And um, so we came out here December 2017. And then, you know, I stopped e-commerce, you know, trying to regroup my life. You know, I had to file for a bankruptcy. You know, my wife was pregnant, you know, whole new state adjusting to family life because I had I had two kids at that time already. Uh, so, you know shit was crazy right and then my son was born in may i took off i took time off work and then when i uh a couple of months later like uh like what, what june july when i was uh scheduled to come back for from from family leave to go back to work um you know the same you know they called me back into work and then they fired me and then i went back to e-commerce literally like a couple of days later and then um I've been doing e-commerce ever since. And uh, that was very, that was very difficult. And I was doing retail arbitrage and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, so I didn't have money. I didn't have a lot of money, but I was able to, uh, I worked my ass off and I was able to build some money, build some income, right? Uh, and then later on, I was able to get a line of credit, um, you know, right before Q4 of 2018, I was able to get a, a line of credit. It was a credit card, twenty thousand um, dollars. 
uh, under my wife, because I, I had filed for bankruptcy that, that year. So under my wife, we got a $20,000 credit line and we were able to, you know, start doing Q4. And that's how I got hooked on the Q4 thing. You know, I sell, you know, uh, uh, holiday decorations during Q4. That's one of my, one of my things, which is a, it's, it's a joy for me to do that too. Uh, it's, it's something I like to do and I would like to continue doing it. And I'll talk more about that at a, at a later time because I'm starting to pivot. But anyways, it, this thing could be capital intensive. Like I, I, I'm, you know, I'm doing some, um, I, 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 I didn't want to get into it all right now because it would just take the podcast, um, longer than I wanted to. But I, I, I got a situation right now, which I'll probably get into at a different time where it's like, you know, I had to drop like nine grand, you know, I wasn't expecting to, but it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity, um, because, uh, it's an opportunity, you know? So every year I'm trying to figure out how can I increase my access to money because my opportunities are increasing. Uh, my expertise is increasing and my, my, my brand in my mar- in the marketplace is becoming more aware and just, I just need more money constantly, you know, need constantly need more money because I'm constantly need to make more purchases, uh, you know, wholesale purchases and so on and so forth because the opportunities just get bigger and bigger. Um, and then the last thing is, is, uh, the last thing is, is labor. It could be labor intensive. It's, it is labor intensive. I ship all my orders. So what, what I, what you have to realize is my average cart size or average price of you know average price per sale is about 50 bucks okay so if i was you know selling ten dollar items you know my average sales price is ten dollars if i was doing that it'd be very difficult right because i have i'll have to do a lot more orders i'll have to prep and pack and ship a lot more orders right to make the same amount of money as if I sold, you know, you know, you know, 10, 10 or five of the $50 products, right. To make the same amount of money. I'll probably have to sell 20 of the $10 items to make the same amount of money as 10, uh, 10 of the $50 items. Right. So I'm, I'm expending less energy selling the $50 items than I would be selling the $10 items. Right. So that, that's, that's how I do this. I couldn't do this if my sales price was lower, right? So my average, uh, cost is roughly about 20 bucks. You know, uh, I have to look at the number again, but it's roughly about $20, you know, and then my average sell is about $50, right? So, um, and then, um, my average sales price is increasing, you know? Cause I have some other things I'm working on that's increasing my average sales price. Uh, so anyways, it's labor int- it, it would be more labor intensive if I was selling cheaper items, but I'm not. And I, I can't because it just, it just doesn't make sense. So the higher I go up and average sales price, the, the less I work and the more I make. Okay. 
Now, here's the thing. There's still a finite amount of energy that I can expend. So right now, um, my max capacity, which would be very difficult for me, is if I had uh, 60 orders a day. So right now, I average about you know anywhere from 20 to 23, 24 items a day in sales. It's about $1,000 or $1,100 in sales every single day. So I would like to get to, you know, uh, I got to talk about this later, but one of my goals is to get to 100,000 in sales, you know, a month. So that's almost 3,000 in sales. So that's about 60 orders. That is my capacity. That's, that's honestly probably less than that is my capacity. If I had to do that day in and day out, yo, I'll be really, I'll be, I'll be very, uh, I'll be working, working long hours, <laughs> you know, but, um, so it can be very labor intensive. Um, so, you know, I'll have to, you know, hire help. Now, all of this to say that, you know, as a solo person, right, this is all great. So the pros and the cons are actually all pros if you're a solo entrepreneur, right? So if I, I can I can do a million dollars a year by myself out of my home, you know, I could probably do two million if I if I leverage FBA and do a million doing FBA, do a million doing, uh, you know, working from home, ship my own orders, shipping my own orders. But I'll be working like 40 hours a week. You know, I don't want to do that. Now, I may do that, you know, depends on what my goals depends on if my goal changes. Right. I can say, hey, you know, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do this for a year, I'm gonna work 40 hours a week. I'm going to do two million in sales. I'm going to make about 500 grand. You know what I'm saying? In a, a year for two years. And then I'm going to bounce out. I'm going to buy a piece of real estate and do and then, and, 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 you know, scale back to a million dollars a year. You know, there's, there's all kinds of different ways you can uh, configure how you're going to do this. So that's what I find amazing about a product based business is you can scale it to wherever you think you can go or wherever you want to go, right? Or you can do different variations or configurations. Like, oh, I'm going to do some FBA, you know, if it makes sense, and I'm going to do some package ship, or I'm going to hire somebody. But but once you exceed trying to be solo to, oh, maybe I need a warehouse, right? Got to hire some employees. I might, you know, you know, need, you know I want to do like, three million in sales, but I don't want to work 40 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? So it, it starts getting dicey around that time. And, and that's where I'm at, or I'm getting very close to. It's like, hmm, how do I want to scale, right? What, what do I want to do? Do I want to do a million dollars by myself? Do I want to have a team of five, six people? Do I need to get a warehouse? What am I trying to do? So that's 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 where I'm at right now. And I'm still developing that. Uh that vision i'm still developing that and i'm still reading the book the vivid the vivid vision i know it's you know it's been really a long time but it that's just how it is for me right now i have to you know go over these books very slowly um unlike i um, you know unlike i used to before kids and family and all that stuff um in in, in business and life right it's not just kids and family but it's just life in general you know um it takes me a little longer to do certain things you know that's all but um, I'm still developing that vision. But uh, that's that's all I got for you now. 
Um, I hope this episode was very helpful. I encourage you to come up with your own three main pros and cons of the type of business that you're operating in the online retail space. And I will get back to you with another episode as soon as I can. Thank you. Peace.